0: This is the story of Monster of the Week and the history of Easter magic. You can follow along with me by turning your focus to the next topic when you hear the x file sound, like this. And we go back to a previous topic when you hear the sound of the Soul leader,
1: Let's begin. Hey kids, I'm here with uh, Anton and uh, Olan, And uh, today we are uh, delving into the weekend that was uh, And stuff happened And uh, this is Monster of the Week Constructing old school magic I am
2: chill from 93 till. Yeah, this is how we chill from 93
1: Olam, what are we actually talking about today? Uh,
0: today we are talking about that pre-mod cast have stolen our last two uh,
1: pre-modern guests. Yeah. Th-
0: that's, th- that's the whole episode <laughs>
1: um, for you. Okay. Uh, so wh- where do you want to begin with it? Do you want to... Yeah. Uh, yeah. So,
0: so two episodes ago they stole... Uh, no, whatever. Uh, we'll talk about something else. Uh, actually, okay. we're talking about the... History of uh, pre-modern uh, Eastern tournaments and why mm-hmm. why we have a Shoreline
1: Raider as a prize. Mm-hmm. So that, that that will cover the full hour. Uh, yeah, we are gonna talk about <laughs>
0: talk about Shoreline Raider for one hour.
1: Um, okay, and yeah, nothing sure. else. Yeah, I, we had we had something else in mind, but uh, what what actually happened, uh, Anton? Yeah, we uh, I got double booked,
3: man. Uh, <laughs> Pre-modcast. Um, kind of uh, asked me if I could uh, join them, and uh, I said yes, and uh, you guys asked me if I could join you, and uh, yeah, I said yes to you too, so here we are.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but we actually asked first. Yeah. Yeah, I I just want to get that on paper, (laughs) so everybody knows what was up. Yeah. But we we will not. Uh, we we will begin with uh, some uh, uh, history, and we will uh, brush through. As I mentioned in the intro, there like the weekend that was, we had a bunch of tournaments, and we will talk a bit about the uh, pre-modern one that you actually uh, held. Uh, tell us briefly about that.
3: I want to give you some credit to Seb because you were like a co-organizer on that tournament, so don't sell yourself you're there. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, it was time to play Magic again. Uh, like last Easter at 2020 was the first Easter uh, for me since 2009 that I have not played Magic on the whole Easter weekend. So um, I actually spent time with my family that Easter, and um, I mean it sounds that like sucks. that yeah it sounds like uh, that sucked it did not what but, a but, bummer. <laughs> yeah uh it didn't suck uh, I enjoyed it but <laughs> I um, I missed my magic pals and uh like just slinging cards and drinking beer and uh have a lot of fun with the uh, with the magic community so uh this year we said fuck it let's play magic and uh yeah. you will never know or guess what happened next <laughs>
1: But uh, what uh, Anton is talking about is that usually uh, maybe not all of the listeners know, but usually uh, a bunch of Swedes travel or if they live in the place, they might not travel that far, but they go to Gothenburg and play a bunch of different magic stuff related things there, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, so so in Gothenburg, there's the uh, gaming convention uh, GothCon. Um It's been around for around 40 years um, and it's it's had uh, magic since 94, I think. Uh, And yeah, I've been visiting the last uh, eight or nine years. But uh, I remember back in 2016 when I read Martin Berlin's article about pre-modern on on the Swedish magic site. That's when I first got into the format. Uh, I then decided I would arrange a pre-modern tournament in GoffCon 2017. Uh, and interestingly enough, it was me um, and Anton Glanz and uh, uh, Jokemon and uh, Jansson, um, four-person tournament. Um, mm. And actually, all three of us played in this uh, pre-modern Eastern Championship this weekend uh, and Anton organized, So, so we're still playing. Everyone is still playing the format four years later which is kind of interesting yeah it is so yeah there's kind of interesting tournament so there were four people playing and i play lance uh anton played uh secret force which is basically a worse w- version of the rock and my lands is not, was not very good. Yookiemon uh, played Full English Bre- Breakfast with fetch lands, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is not great with uh, Waller Shapeshifter. Uh, we did.
3: We didn't know better. Let's start yeah. there. We didn't and, know better back in 2017.
0: And Johansson played Psychotog, which has proven is not a very good deck. I no. mean, it's it's a okay deck, but it's not very good. Uh, so, and yeah, I think we,
3: like uh, we played a round-robin uh, style of yep. tournament back then. If I remember correctly, I went 2-1 and you went 2-1. And did Jokimong went 2-1 and like, Jansson 0-3 or something?
0: Yeah, I think there's something like that, yeah. yeah. Uh,
3: so all our suboptimal decks still performed in the suboptimal meta. Yeah, uh,
0: and that was just like a fun tournament. We were we just uh, we just uh, pulled a, uh, a table to another room and four chairs and just sat there and played. Uh, so mm. I mean, we're all four friends. So yeah, so.
3: but I think like you, uh, that tournament was announced like what two days prior to the tournament. Yep or something on on the Swedish medical website. So yeah. I, I mean for people turning up, yeah, that's nice. <laughs>
0: it it was basically like you you skipped uh, playing some legacy I think to play before yeah. the the main event vintage tournament. Uh so yeah, it's basically a a good break uh, and an easy day before a long vintage tournament.
3: Yeah. And that's that has been the problem with like Gothcon. So it it, it Usually starts on Thursday, like the travel day, and uh, most people do not even attempt, I mean, show up on um, on the Thursday. They come Friday. So on Thursday we have like a warm up tournament, usually vintage. Uh, on Friday there's the noob con. So uh, old school is yeah, it, it is what a Friday is all about. And then we have sa- Saturday. It's the Swedish Nationals of vintage uh, at the afternoon, and we have some legacy usually uh, from the morning and then sunday we have the casual formats uh, cuz it's travel day home so it's like it's been a challenge to place the pre-modern easter championship in a good time time place cuz the swedish nationals in vintage will not be moved and noobcon will absolutely not be moved so we compete with like that player base i think
0: hmm. The, the the problem is that Noobcon uh, ends at like uh, five six a.m. <laughs> yeah. on Saturday morning, so you can't like start at nine ten on Saturday playing no. premodern, and then play vintage at at four um, uh, until midnight. That that's not a feasible weekend uh, for people that are our age. Um, no. But yeah, but I, in 2018 we actually gathered. I don't know. I think it's 15 players because I have 15 deck lists. Um, it was 18. 18 players. Okay. so 18 players, 15 deck lists. Um, I
1: think I played that one. Yeah, you did. Yeah, and yeah. like, and I actually met Yokemon on for lunch li- <laughs> li- breakfast. Oh, cool. And and he actually uh, did did something wrong again <laughs> because he put a spike feeder in the graveyard for the shapeshifter. Uh. But I played Tricks, yeah. so, so he kind of won, kinda won <laughs> anyhow.
3: <laughs> I played you also, uh, Seb, in that tournament. Yeah. And I also played Spike Feeder, and uh, I won that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Spike yeah. Feeder is such a good card. Tricks is such a good deck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, go, go ahead, Olaf. Sorry.
0: Yeah. So so basically, we the, the fun thing with this tournament was that half uh, the tournament dropped after round four. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, before the last Swiss round because they wanted to eat dinner before uh, the Vintage uh, Nationals. Um, and that, that's a, that's a also pretty funny. Uh, so I had to play... I was 4-0 after uh, the first... Uh, I think I was the only 4-0 after four rounds. Yeah. Uh, and you were a 3-1 and my opponent in the fifth round was a 3-1. I tried to tell him that whatever, I'm going to win this, uh, this crappy tournament anyway. So why don't you just concede and we can go eat dinner? And he was like, no, I want to play because I think I can win. Like, no, you're wrong. Your tiebreakers <laughs> are too bad. Uh, and he beats me and Anton Glanz won on tiebreakers <laughs> instead, <laughs> Bec- even though I b- beat him. Um, and it's, it, and we had, at this tournament, we had the prize. That was the first time the Shoreline Raider appeared. And the Shoreline Raider is uh, is kind of special because there's a a Swedish song, um, or it's in English, but it's from Gothenburg yeah. called Shoreline, and on um, on every indie pub you should yell really loud, play Shoreline or spela Shoreline in mm-hmm. Swedish. Uh, so we had to actually have... I think
1: you could do that in every, like, pub nowadays. Yeah, every, yeah no, like, nowadays, yeah. And nice we place. actually
0: have a memory stone uh, in in Gothenburg for the shoreline, the shoreline for, stone. For the
1: song. That yeah. is, is that there. true? Yeah. Cool. yeah. Cool. yeah. Huh. So That says, play shoreline. Yeah.
0: <laughs> So, so, yeah, obviously Shoreline has a deep meaning in Gothenburg, so, so there's actually a story about, behind this card, it's not just a random crappy card. When we play our local tournaments in Gothenburg, the winner gets a Shoreline Raider, uh, or what's the other card? Is it called Shoreline? Shoreline
1: Ranger. Sh- Shoreline, uh, Rain- Shoreline Raider. Yeah, that's yeah. the card.
3: Yeah. Yeah. A a, a two-two mirrorfolk for three mana that has protection from cast. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: But but in in our local we have the Shoreline Ranger as mm. the price uh, uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. in our local tournaments. Um, uh, at the gg bar um okay. mm. so so yeah we Samuel Corssell bought like 50 of them or something so it has a stack at the pub um of those nice. yeah um so so yeah we we try to celebrate Shoreline and during the finals we always
1: play Shoreline as well um but what do you so it's like with the shark in uh Nukon, right? in yeah. a way Yeah. You s- but but not everyone signs it yes yeah
0: Okay, that's uh,
1: because the one uh, Anton, you wrote an article on the mothership, the Yeah, uh, and there's a Shoreline Raider, but that's the winning card then. That uh, is the winning card, okay.
3: and because this year's modern Easter Championship was totally digital and uh, on webcam, and we had like players from all over the world, it was not that easy to collect like 57 <laughs> different signatures uh so skip that part this year
1: yeah, yeah. did d- you even got asked about it uh, Olan? because you played it no you didn't even try then anton
0: I but it's pretty it's pretty impossible <laughs> i mean f- I, I don't know what you're getting at here. yeah
3: i did I not try seb yeah you you can hang me out it's fine yeah, yeah. It's i'm sorry i'm sorry man yeah
0: sorry I'm look, I'm look looking at the decks of the of the 2018 um eastern championship and this is a sad bunch of decks actually uh yeah. it, th- th- these are really bad uh I think it's like five psychotogs (laughs) of 18 (laughs) players. And we have at least two tricks. Um, Of course. uh, Two chronostasis. (laughs) I mean, this is, oh my God, this is so terrible. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, And it's like, yeah, there's some some fun decks like the the Angry Hermit. or ghoul.
3: Uh, yeah, but wasn't that like um, uh, who, who played that? It was a TBM. It was a Tibia, But didn't uh, Sundberg also play like a hermit? Uh, no, that was the next year. That next was next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. But the the most interesting part is that um, uh, Bargain Storm was played by by Hatper, and not the not the not the so-called good. Uh, Bargain deck. Uh, this is a brain freeze deck. Yeah. Uh, with ill-gotten gains. Yeah. Uh, so. But that was a
3: cool deck. Uh, ah yeah. Yeah. That w- that it wasn't bad. But, no, no, uh, no, It wasn't like, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't invented to be optimized yet.
0: No, as no it, as it Yeah. I mean, he finished. Uh, he finished three one before it dropped, and then there's oh. a. This is a, this is an <laughs> interesting deck also, the. Blue red Ophidian control, uh, which mm-hmm. plays four flame tongue and four Ophidians. Ooh.
1: <laughs> I like Ophidian. I, yeah. I wonder how many times he sat with a cavo in, in his is. hand <laughs> yeah. with an Ophidian in play. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> should I? Should I, it's, it's a harder beater, I guess. You win. It's a faster clock if you just kill your Ophidian. And <laughs> I...
0: I have no I've never seen this deck after or before
3: uh, but mm. The, the, mm. I, oh, so many memories are like returning to me I remember Seb after we played this tournament we actually had a serious discussion about whether Sapphire Medallion should be banned or not because it was nice. so so fucking broken in tricks. but tricks never delivered yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Without> <laughs> yeah. I really mean big, it's it's
0: uh, so throw. fun uh, it's so fun in the beginning of the format when people yeah. was like yeah tricks may be too good of a tier one deck and it's like <laughs> we played it in Gothenburg it's like this deck is shit I (laughs) mean this deck is pure shit it (laughs) it doesn't work
1: I think the the problem with analyzing decks overall like when you have no idea no meta or anything that usually the decks that aren't that fun to lose against rise to your mind yeah it's not that fun to lose against tricks so maybe that's why people thought it was too good but uh, yeah it's kind of easy as we mentioned just play a spike feeder or something. <laughs> yeah, or or a fountain
0: <laughs> fountain of youth, <laughs> and activated yeah. once, yeah. and it's game over. Uh, yeah. mm. I mean the the only good tricks deck was the bargain deck, uh, the Corsell bargain deck. That that was a good tricks deck because yeah, it won with so. it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Uh, but yeah, but it, I think this is enough for 2018. That was the. A wild year um, and it was like yeah. we actually thought that it was going to be like eight people showing up and suddenly it's like yeah we're 18 people yeah. and there was like no real announcement there was no real organizing or anything it's just like mm. yeah you can show up and play if you want to play some magic. I yeah. think
1: the legacy crowd uh, mainly showed up uh, there, the, there's the, a big uh, like overlap from people wanting to play Older formats in a way. Uh, yes. Berlin uh, insists that this is old school, and I kind of feel it that way also. So maybe they don't own like the whole uh, vintage set, so they can't really play old school 93, yeah. 94, <laughs> but they want to play with like all the cards that you don't usually see play in Legacy or even vintage. That is.
3: Yeah, we have to remember like back then. I mean just 2 3 years ago premodern was one of the cheapest formats there were like
0: yeah uh, yeah
3: I mean a cradle I guess cradle costed like what 100 bucks back then Mox diamond was like i don't know 50 bucks
0: yeah but and oh. you remember like that you could buy a full psychotog for like uh, 50 60 euros yeah. or something it's yeah. like uh, mm. a lot of people just bought like or, or a stasis deck, like they didn't, didn't cost anything, like, oh, fourth edition stasis, like one euro, like whatever. yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I have, have no idea what cards costs now uh, that you mentioned, but uh, I just want to briefly, we had in Stockholm also a bunch of tournaments this time, that uh, they, they usually have a league, uh, that, then that was the first big tournament I played in. Like a pre-modern tournament, uh, I think it's, what 2017 or 2018, yeah. and I remember someone we were in timed rounds and someone attacking with a psychotog. and I was like, yeah, yeah, I can make this happen. I can make this happen. And my opponent sat with the wing shards. <laughs> no, no, the other guy sat with the wing shards. <laughs> I was just like, no, man, you can't really do anything <laughs> about this. <laughs> this is a draw. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you don't you, sh- you don't see it that many psychotog decks nowadays, right? Yeah,
0: you do. You actually do online. Okay. Uh, yeah.
3: uh, uh, people uh, try to break it, and uh, I mean, it's gotta be good somewhere outside of like <laughs> full English breakfast or
2: yeah.
3: Grow is probably the best, like yeah, actual okay. psychotog deck. But yeah.
0: I mean, I can. Um, I have actually only played, a, I have uh, stats for 54 online matches and I played against Psychotog twice. Okay. Uh, and the most deck I played the most against is Dead Guy Ale with five appearances. Yeah, yeah. Which is, weird, which is weird. Which is weird because, as I said, I don't consider it a good deck. But yeah. Then no,
1: yeah. I think that goes for uh, those kind of color combinations. Yeah. Like people want to try to get in there, but yeah. We, we talked about uh, a bunch of dead guy decks. They have some problems. You, at least in pre-modern you have arena, but they're too clunky and too whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough to have a mana base where you need you need white, you need double black, and uh, you only have pain lands uh, and no fetches. I mean, that's that's one of the things, problem with blue or red as well. It's like Absolutely. the mana base is, is terrible. It's like playing blue-red control with, like, what what are your lands you're going to play? Are you going to play four City of Brass, for four of those blue... Yeah, bl- uh, Shimmery. Uh, yeah, and oh. it's like...
1: <sighs> yeah, you can't really afford the life that that costs to actually be able to play spells. And every mana is uh, really important, I guess.
3: Yeah, and you don't have any, like, good life gain uh, cards in those colors. So no, you have to exactly. play, like, what, Ivory Towers or Fountain of Youth or something.
1: Yeah. yeah, I've tried to build some kind of, like, tempo-oriented blue-red decks, but on hits the head of the nail with, like, you wa- if you want a good tempo deck, you need kind of the mana to do it. You can't really splash stuff and whatever. Yeah. So, uh, I don't remember what, what it's called, the f- frit that faces out. Frenetic frit. Yeah. Yeah. I tr- that's a uh, really nice card but it don't usually see that much play
3: <laughs> yeah I mean compared to other creatures in the format uh, yeah <laughs> it, it, it's kind of free pre-modern to say
1: pre modern. Yeah, yeah we yeah. need to get into that then yeah. another it's, format
0: yeah yeah mirage block um.
2: <laughs> yeah I said a boom check boom. a boom, boom. hey bunny chicka boom happy easter chicka rocka chicka rocka chicka boom happy easter chicka rocka chicka rocka chicka boom Uh uh-huh uh-huh oh yeah oh yeah one more time one more time bunny hop style
0: yeah so let's jump to the easter champion of 2019 which is
3: yeah i think we gotta we gotta like cover one thing about the shoreland raider because like you stated 2018 when you introduced the prize that the winner get gets the card. Uh, he or she needs to play it in their 75, the all upcoming pre-modern Easter championships. Uh, yeah. But that player will also have the honor to organize it, and he or she may choose a new card.
1: Yeah, you're right. Yep.
3: Uh, but, uh, as I was the winner of it due to tie breaks <laughs> from Holland, uh, in 2018, I got to organize 2019 and, uh, I also chose the Shoreland Raider cause I'm a sucker <laughs> for tradition. Yep. Yeah.
0: And, uh, yeah. And, the, and that organized thing kind of fell, fell also because like the, the main stage, uh, the, the store kind of organized it because yeah. they, mm. they, they think they, it was, they, they helped me in 2018. They just said, do you want me to run the tournament in like the ordinary way? It's like, yeah, no problem. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah so. Yeah, so so we
3: kind of hijacked their tournament and they called it the Easter championship. And uh, we figured like, yeah, yeah, we will do a playoffs with top four or something. But uh, <laughs> the judges schedule were like, no, we're, we're closing the store at, uh, I don't know, Twelve, twelve p.m. or something. Yeah. I, I don't know. So we couldn't actually uh, like play the playoffs in the, in that tournament. So we had to go like straight Swiss and the.
1: the are you talking about the two thousand nineteen? Nineteen now. Yeah.
3: Okay. Mm. Yeah. We are very, very. Uh... <laughs> it's not that easy to follow. I yeah. think. <laughs> no. We don't have any structure in this episode, but fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> You have to edit it, Seb, so so we have a a coherent storyline, right?
1: I could do it in the mix.
3: Uh, Where were we? Okay, 2019, uh, we were hijacking the mind stage organization of their pre-modern tournament. We call it the Easter Championship. And uh, we wanted to have playoffs, but we couldn't because the judges were going to sleep so mm. the i think we it en- only ended up with four rounds and the top three O players uh faced each other in the like grueling finals uh in the fourth round
1: do you how remember? many people were you, are you th-
0: i'm pretty sure it was five rounds um uh, wasn't it five rounds or or do you, are you sure it was only four rounds
1: yeah
3: i think i wrote a article about it so i'm pretty sure it was four. yeah rounds. because
0: I, I thought it was more players this year
3: uh, am I mixing up stuff, dude? This
0: because way? it Because it would have been four rounds if it was less than sixteen, uh, less than seventeen players. So that that kinda doesn't
3: Because I wrote a article about it. Yeah, no, it was four rounds. Okay, yeah. Interesting. Because uh, I think it was like uh was it on a Thursday? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, I re- Yeah, I
0: remember yeah. why it was four rounds. It was uh, the reason was that they they had to close they couldn't even play five rounds. Yeah. And we were lucky that it was only two people at 3 30. Uh, yeah.
3: That's right. Uh, so they they played it out and uh, do you remember what uh, the two decks in the top table were?
0: Yeah, it was two Suicide black decks yeah. playing against each other.
3: Exactly. <laughs> so Mickey Bori won one that year.
0: Uh he, he, It's interesting he won um later that year he won another tournament with the same suicide black deck uh a 20 people tournament uh, in okay. in, Gothenburg, in Gothenburg. Nice. so so i mean that that deck is not terrible
3: um <laughs> no it's not <laughs>
0: uh i mean it, it it's so interesting to because i it's one of the few archetypes i haven't seen i mean I have, we have seen zombies uh, but we yeah. haven't seen the suicide black
3: No, it's been like in uh, one or two monthlies in the top sixteen, but I don't think it ever like went the whole.
0: No, but yeah, but does more than like one people play it (laughs) in each month? (laughs) I don't know.
3: Yeah, I'm not sure, but like the Mick uh, Boris take was kind of cool because he added um, bad moons in it uh, instead of playing like regular hatred. which is definitely a better card than Hatred. Because um, you just want to go pure aggro, beat down, with Shadows more or less, or Hypnotic Spectres. So Bad moons are really great in that one.
2: Mm.
3: And I think, interestingly, in the 2019 Easter Championship, we had no slice because he played like four uh, Phyrexian Negators <laughs> in the main deck. And uh, if there's no Sly, yeah, they are pretty
0: good. I'm. I'm also. I also kind of like that. Um, that he. That he plays for Phyrexian Negators in Gothenburg because he knows. Probably knows that there's going to be a fair amount of people playing uh, combo decks and control decks in in Gothenburg.
3: Yeah.
1: This is 2019, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So are you not? Are you not following us? <laughs> no, I, I, w- I want to make things clear here. <laughs> uh, we already mentioned 2020 wasn't a pre-modern prim- Easter champs uh, year uh, no, for some canceled. reason. Yeah. Uh, but we had a bunch of I think kind of the at least in Sweden here but also like in the rest of the world the format was exploding in a way uh, uh, 2019 because you did was it the first year you held your uh, northern Swedish Championships also Uh, oh uh,
3: yeah yeah it was yeah it was exactly
1: uh I, I i'm thinking here might we, we can just go through this year <laughs> uh because we have that also on the blog uh there is a bunch of uh y- you 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 we mentioned when i had you on uh last time you held it this year uh like yeah 2021 again right <laughs> what was it 2020
3: uh, okay okay yeah yeah that one no that was 2020. But I did uh, uh, (laughs) we did uh, uh, actually Northern Swedish championship uh, 2019 also. Uh, But it was much larger uh, last year, 2020.
0: Because it Mm. took another Swedish uh, gaming conventions place uh, in 2020.
3: Mm. Yeah, like we, our hometown got to host um, Swedish nationals and Legacy, so we got a lot of eternal players up and uh, we could do the uh, like Northern Swedish Championship of pre modern also.
1: Hmm.
3: So yeah, that was a nice one. It was like the only real tournament that year, more or less, uh, that weekend, uh, with like collecting people all over the Swe- all over from Sweden. Uh, hmm. Because then we had the Corona situation. We thought under control, but yeah,
1: yeah, yeah things went back and forth but yeah. a- anyhow we had a bunch of things happening at least 2019 and that was the last in real uh, pre-modern uh, championship have we missed anything about the meta or uh in that tournament a, a, a lot of black decks it, uh, at least in the finals yeah was a good call for that year
3: uh I think like the the one thing that stood out that year was no Sly. And um, I played a guy who uh, he, he introduced the Reap combo. And I think like this deck still, because I wrote an article about the event, and I I played Biorhythm Elves in an earlier Rochelle there. I tried that one out. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think like one of the still, it's still a, a, an article I get contacted by through, like. People all over the world about the reap combo, <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, I, I as I said, I did not play that deck. I, it was my opponent, but that deck was such a cool deck. So he, he played like distorting lens to to turn opponents uh, permanents black, and then he played reap, uh, so he could like regrowth twice, uh, so we could re- reap a reap and another piece. So he could reap um, say a uh, turnabout and he can untap his land and he can add infinite mana and then he can reap and uh, reap a lightning bolt to kill, or he could reap and accumulate knowledge and draw his whole libraries. So it was like this in-loop combo with like seven card combo. It, it was a real derp deck, but such a cool deck. Uh, so that one is yet to be like figured out, I, I still think in
1: 2021.
3: Mm. Uh, but that deck was really, really cool. And usually that happens like in every, I mean, larger tournament. Uh, remember, this was large back in two thousand nineteen. Like 28 players was, was kind of large. Like mm-hmm. some, some player always comes up with some spicy shit uh, that, like, really, it's, yeah, it takes everyone's breath.
0: Yeah, we were, we were actually twenty-eight players that year. So. Yeah. That that's kind of big for a, uh, I mean it was announced, uh, but yeah, still, still let people play on um, uh, the day before Good Friday. Uh, plays, uh, plays a four-round pre-modern tournament, twenty-eight people. That is pretty awesome. Yeah. Because mm.
3: uh, this is a regular work day in Sweden, the Thursday before the Good Friday, and uh, people, yeah, they took uh, time of work to travel and then come play pre-modern. That was awesome
1: yeah and I think as you mentioned like 2019 was the was that the last year we also had like the Swedish original nationals
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: and that was the same year we got the another sweet brew uh together like from is it Eric Sundberg who makes who did who the
0: deck, I've, I think that the, the devourer deck is one of Arvid's creations. Um, uh, mm-hmm. uh, originally, uh, I th- the, the pink prison is Erik Sundberg, but the um, the devourer deck, I think, is Arvid. Yeah, uh, I'm not so. 100% sure, but it seems like Arvid type of deck.
3: Yeah, I think like uh, Juxman and uh, Lindin were in on it, but I think the the like core was Arvid, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh Lindean is uh, m- more like the the final card tweaker guy. Um
1: okay. Usually.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, well well it's it's basically I've traveled a lot with with Yuki and Lindean and it's like Yuki comes up with the crazy ideas and Lindean tries to br- bring him down to to down on down to earth a bit. Uh yeah. so yeah, they they work good together those guys. Um
1: yeah, and I kind of like how, how they're teaming up and trying to actually take down the Swedish national that year uh, and actually does it, right? <laughs> it was the first
0: time uh, Linnean played in a pre-modern tournament and he won the okay, Nationals. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it uh,
3: says uh, something about him. He He wins everything. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean the best eternal player in Sweden, for sure. It's like th- there's no. I mean, lo- just look at Legacy, Vintage, and Pre-Modern. Uh, there's t- no no contention there.
3: No, no, no. He's uh, on his own there. He's, he really stands out. Uh,
1: yeah, and uh, I don't know. Like, then, <laughs> the, it, this has become a way of going through, like, the archetypes, and you mentioning how the uh, Eastern Champs, Easter champ- championship, pre-modern Easter Championship, yeah, came to be. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> yeah, okay, there we are. I, I called it something else. Uh, what did I call it way back? european champs european champs
0: <laughs> yeah. that's that's a whole other tournament <laughs> east east eastern champs is is probably someplace else than the eastern not in uh, champs It's like russia
1: yeah. russia or i don't know <laughs> like the far east <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you have to go through the deserts and play it okay anyhow uh, <laughs> we, we might uh, get into like this uh, internet tournament that we had also yeah. how you guys feel about that
3: i think yeah sorry oland go
1: ahead I, I like internet yep uh, good so yeah uh, and we already brushed a bit on everything about it 57 decks uh, some combo some amount of aggro some amount of midrange some amount of control some amount of prison uh, and, uh, yeah, what you want to say, like, overall about it, uh, Anton?
3: I just think it's like, it's another tournament that shows how, how broad this format is, and uh, the format health keeps showing up in all tournaments. Like, there are such a great variety of decks. Uh, there are a great variety of representation within all archetypes. Uh, the one thing that stood out in this one, It was a little less uh, prison decks compared to all other um, archetypes, which mainly perhaps should be due to the fact that it was timed rounds. Um, Yeah. But, uh, like, other than that, uh, yeah, people still turn up with like homebrews uh, or like just spicy cool decks they love. Uh, And some people go for spike and like they want to win the tournament. Hmm. And the top eight still represents some. Yeah, there are some spike decks. There are some uh, who succeeds with their own home brews, uh, and there are also like, uh, yeah, some type of tier two deck normally counted to uh, that actually like makes it top eight. Because the the tier two decks in this format could easily break and uh, win a tournament at any given day. So like, uh, yeah, it it just shows the. The great format health i think
1: yeah when we had one of each deck in the top eight right like no there weren't like four no slide uh, decks or no whatever. it was
3: like it was two slide decks but one uh, we can't count it as a slide deck because it it's it's the enslightened tutor deck so it's like yeah one third of the deck is like Sly package, and then one third is uh, like Enlightenment Tutor, Enlightened Tutor package, and mm. then one third is lands uh, with like uh, City of Brass and Undiscovered Paradise amongst diamonds. So it's not a Sly deck. Uh, yeah,
1: it's even like three colored. Yeah, uh, it's five colored. <laughs> five actually. colored. Yeah. yeah, you're right. So
3: it's like the <laughs> yeah the definition of a rogue deck, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, more. Uh, but. um uh he has done really really well with it um smith so yeah
0: i just well, re i just realized when looking at the top eight now that uh my l- two losses were against two people in the top eight uh, i lost to the elves and the enslightened
1: guy uh, Do w- th- does yes. that make it feel better or un- No, I,
0: I i i i ran so unlucky in those two matches it's like i mean I'm not saying I'm a favorite against those um, those two decks or anything with my uh, blue blue white black dreadnought against elves and uh, and, Slight and Tutor, yeah. but but yeah I ran really cold. It's like yeah okay I drew seven lands uh, and three other cards in one game playing sixteen lands and it's like yeah yeah that's not great. It's like y- you especially against elves you need to draw draw the the real real good stuff against them to to have a chance yeah that's i mean you, you you can't draw a crappy hand sitting playing port and into peak into peak into peak that, that's not gonna work
1: and uh, me and anton weren't able to play since we were commentating and doing stuff behind the scenes but do you want to mention you played uh, some you play the blue white style for as you blue, said blue white black yeah black yeah splashing for duresses mainly or
0: yeah yeah the du- duresses and one limb vault and yeah meddling hmm. mages and uh, four enlightened tutors so yeah, yeah. so uh, I kind of won my two matches really quick uh and then I lost two really quick kind of not playing spells at all so yeah do that's, how that's did you t-
1: feel about like pl- do playing the uh, tournament, like we played it in Tolaria. Maybe we should mention that also, Anton.
3: So uh, it's a yeah free free web page uh, browser app uh, where you can like you register your players, you uh, you pair your players, you re- you report your results there, you play out your matches there, you have a chat there for all questions and uh, annotations that happens during the tournament, like you call out the new rounds and timing rounds and whatever uh so it, it's the whole deal in on, on one browser um
1: it's still in development but uh, things ran kind of smoothly i think yeah,
3: from uh, i think yeah our I think end. So we, yeah it really did
1: we had uh, more of like players maybe dropping or didn't show up like when we wanted to but that was more for the stream i'd say uh, rather than the tournament having yeah problem. it made
3: it made like i think for the last round, when we waited to like uh, just finish the round and uh, like call out the top eight, there was one match going on, for, and it went on for like 15 more minutes until we uh, like we we saw that okay these two players are not even online anymore. So <laughs> uh, they they had dropped, but they hadn't uh, like okay. actually dropped uh, into Loria. So we didn't know that. Mm. so that was like the only hiccup i'd say uh they,
1: they were carrying on with their lives yeah yeah they were <laughs> <And> everybody <laughs> were waiting for that
3: yeah exactly
0: so, so that was uh
3: like the only hiccup but um yeah uh,
0: it's kind of like a real life tournament um uh, yeah. people not showing for the last round and the last round is generally for a stream it's it's often pretty bad because yeah. like uh, often you have like, okay, these these tables are drawing into the top eight and we might have one match that's actually playing for top eight. Yeah. yeah, so, 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 yeah a, it's
1: a lot a, of people don't need to play and a lot of people, you, you go into a match and it might not even matter. So yeah. someone drops and, but how did you feel then, on playing the whole tournament? You did play NoobCon also. Uh, yeah, but. yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well so so I had uh, I had um, some computer issues uh, at Noobcom. Uh it was my computer that's 10-year-old computer that's so slow. But somehow it worked a lot better on Sunday. Uh so it's uh you kind of have to have a computer that actually works to play on teloria So but yeah, it it worked great. Uh I didn't have any lag at all um apart from like the changing the lives um which, yeah. which he, which I know that he's on trying to fix. Um, mm, Slam yeah, um, is trying to fix that. Yeah, yeah, because it's like yeah, it, it's a fixable thing. Um, mm. So,
3: but like mm. Slam Fun his, his, I mean, he played Noob, Noob Con on the Good Friday, uh, and <coughs> while also being a attending player, he like started to code stuff because it was some fuck ups uh, just before the first round. And then on the Saturday, his whole family gets sick and uh, they like stay at home. And uh, on the Sunday, like two hours before we start the Easter championship in pre-modern he starts to like fixing bugs that uh, was reported <laughs> during the NoobCon to uh, just give us a better um, like player experience and organizer experience. And he's sick and his whole family is sick, but he still does it like he's an yeah. awesome guy, man. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, when you're like with all tech stuff, uh, the end user, it, you just like sit there and click at stuff and like get irritated that it don't, won't work or don't work in as you want it. But yeah. he, he and a couple of guys uh, help out, but he's the like he's actually pulling the weight uh, behind it also. People should probably check out his uh, Patreon or just uh, go and. Uh, I think he has a Patreon. Yeah,
3: uh, I, I actually signed up uh, he, like three hours ago <laughs> to become a he,
1: Patreon. He actually
0: has both Patreon and a direct donate button if you don't like the Patreon yeah. once a month crappy thing. So um, you go to
1: good. telaria.app uh, yeah. and uh, you sign up and you can find everything there. Yeah. So so yeah, I
0: I think the interface is is working. There's there's some some things in the interface I don't personally like, but yeah, that, that's mm. just that's just me. Like the, the event the event calendar, so. ca- yeah, the the event calendar can be a bit confusing since it only yeah. shows the next upcoming seven days, mm-hmm, and yeah. it shows a lot of old stuff. So you have to every time change uh, to see the upcoming tournaments, and that's. That that might need to change if there's going to be a lot of uh, tournaments online because you, I kind of see the, for the next year that we we play more one day events more than leagues. Um, yeah, and and then you can just um, as a player you can if you want you can be an event creator and you can just uh, put up a tournament say hey let's play some pre modern I'll host this tournament and play. Yeah, and people just can, can see, oh, there's a tur- tournament next weekend. I'll just press attend and then you're in.
3: But like the, uh, the, the fine thing about it too is that you can host one day tournaments or you can host like a regular monthly tournament within the system w- with pairings yeah. and everything. Uh, so, so it has coded for like uh, other types and like uh, round robins and uh, I don't know, Swiss. And, no, I Swiss
0: think yes, it has yeah, well. double elimination as well. Yeah, double
3: elimination as well, yeah. So it's really like all, all, all the types we're up. used to in, in webcam play in the old school uh, community creative formats is there.
0: So. Yeah, and it's, it, it, one of the great things with it is, is that you can actually use it um, for non-webcam tournaments when we're back to playing live. Yeah. Because then you can get uh, notifications uh, and stuff when, when there's apps and it's easy to run tournaments in this, and it uses actual magic um, tiebreakers, uh, which is great. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 before there was this challenge, it's still around, but the problem with that is that it uses some weird street fighter tiebreakers or something, <laughs> uh, which yeah. doesn't work for magic. So it's like when we played pre-modern, it's like, yeah, okay, we have these two that are clear for the top, top four and these two random guys, we don't know why they reached top four, but they are top four according to Street Fighter tiebreaker.
1: So things went along smoothly, I'd say, uh, after like doing the f- 12 hours plus stream on uh, Good Friday doing <laughs> Noobcom, uh, I managed to squeeze in some time with uh, uh, Mr. MG hoyp I don't remember, I did some more commentating, uh, but uh, I think we had a bunch of commentators and... Uh, you yeah. were behind the scenes there, and a bunch of guys kept pulling matches up, and everything well went yeah. along rather smoothly.
3: Yeah, felt I felt like kind like, uh, of professional. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> me too. And um, I mean, we gotta give Gordon credit for the whole yeah. wack wack uh, thing, cause he, I mean, he might not seem like it uh, when he's drunk on on <laughs> on, this, <laughs> on 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 the screen. Uh, but he's like very professional. He has very methodological in how uh, we like pull out games, and he have have a lot of shards where we can easily find all the decks and all the player names. And yeah. uh, he has like yeah, a whole uh, like um, aircraft uh, thing before every stream that he goes through a, a checklist where it's just like
1: uh, check- aircraft. Uh, I mean like uh, cockpit. Uh, yeah, the, what, what you call the,
3: it? Yeah, what do you call run
1: it? down all the things? Yeah.
3: Yeah so uh i mean
1: he's very very professional i and, uh... I, I loved your nervous laugh there <laughs> <laughs> you, you brushed over gordon getting angry or irritated about the tech that yeah. you oland you made a bingo card you had that yeah yeah quite...
0: I, I mean i mean it's like i always comment on, on gordon and he's like he complains about tech stuff um that no one else notices that's <laughs> yeah. the problem it's like it's like gordon no one else cares no one else notices it's it's only in your head that yeah, this is something wrong he um, wants
1: to get everything perfect so yeah, he he, it's like um he, he, it disturbs him deeply when it doesn't really work uh, so, we, so to set that aside it i think like that tournament Everything was online, no one was in the same room and still everything felt like smoothly running out. He he was really good producing in that way because on Good Friday, he and I sat side by side for (laughs) 12 plus hours. People should actually check out like the last hour. No, no, they (laughs) they, they shouldn't. (laughs) Whatever. Okay, yeah. move, moving on. Yeah, but just, just,
3: no, still still on it. Uh, I think like why it also, I mean, some hiccups did happen, uh, but I think like all the commentators, including Yuseb, like, uh, yeah, I mean, you could still talk about shit, uh, about stuff in Primorden or whatnot, and like keep the stream going uh while the producer is in the background fixing other stuff so like that's something to say about uh it being a success successful stream mm. like there were good commentators all over mm. uh i felt like like you all delivered very very nice
0: thank you so, something to say about commentating it's like i've done a lot of commentating on on, on eternal formats and the, You get this a lot. It's like it's really hard to sit there and focus on the game when there's nothing happening in the game, and it's so easy to start talking about something else. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's it's like sometimes you see you see a match, and it's like, yeah, okay, this guy has 99% won, and it's gonna take 15 minutes. I'm not gonna sit and do play by play in a done done and done deal like match. Uh, so, so there's for people who hasn't been commentating on games, um, it, it's really hard to to, 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 to go in that. and
1: out of like the general talking about format yeah, and other but, stuff, yeah. and then going into the play-by-play yeah. thing.
0: But and it's like it's it's so uh, like if if you've never done this uh, yourself, um, it's easy to to criticize commentators for this. Uh, yeah. yeah. W- when you haven't tried it out but yeah like try to um uh, do a 10-hour stream where you're commentating <laughs> on matches and and see if you if you still are, are complaining
1: about <laughs> that if you, if you still are <laughs> doing play-by-play in the 11th hour yeah you probably yeah, haven't so, haven't had beer you probably have had something else then
0: <laughs> yeah i mean uh, we've done this we've done this um 10-hour streams nine 10-hour streams for vintage nationals and it's like my co-commentator, they're always like, "Yeah, but what about the game?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like- yeah.
1: <laughs> you, you you tend to walk away from the but yeah. I I feel Orlan that you're you're a bit like a like a child in that way because you feel like oh I don't yeah yeah you're like I don't even want to have to do with this. <laughs> but, so let's talk about something else yeah well <laughs> move on move on guys move on
0: <laughs> yeah well i'm not i'm not the worst in this sense i can no, come no. up with a lot of people that's worse
1: uh so uh we might not need or have the time to go into the whole top eight but i actually wanted to like uh talk about... I I found one deck, and uh, Orlando you had one deck from the tournament that you kind of liked. We, we're not talking about how they work, or... We don't have the inventors here, so they should do that. But uh, I want to mention them, at least. Uh, and in your... Uh, Anton, you wrote uh, a small uh, thing about it in your article also, on Primordial Magic. Yeah. Like, you kind of wanted to the bonus deck you wanted to mention
3: yeah that was like this I mean there were two real spicy. there are uh, three I'd say uh, in this tournament and now just to I mean we're we're not coherent at all we're, we're still talking about the Easter championship 2021 the last week <laughs> <laughs> yep uh, but um, yeah there was a deck called turtle splash by Connor Brown uh, and it's a uh, it's an Innovate take on like uh, Dementia Drake, I'd say. So it has like Altar of Dementia, but instead of the Iris and Drake, it has um, Gamekeepers to find a Suppress and. What's it called? Bailiff. Bailiff, yeah. Uh, (laughs) And for the listeners here, okay, Suppress and Bailiff says uh, it's a 2 2 blue Merfolk for 5 mana. When it comes into play, remove all artifact and enchantment cards in all graveyards from the game, and when it leaves play, return all artifact and enchantment cards from all graveyards to their owner's hand. Hmm. Uh, so he can make a uh, more or less a in-loop uh, with. Uh, I mean, it it has of oh, Druids, Lions Diamond, it has Animated, and this, yeah.
1: Living Wish, as you mentioned. Yeah,
3: Living Wish, and uh, it has, uh, like, all the cool cards that uh, aren't in that much play, and uh, into a really cool stuff. Uh, I think you guys should probably invite Karner to talk about his deck, because I don't really think uh, it's that intuitive to, like, see how does he win
1: yeah we need (laughs) need like a full hour of him talking about actually how because he has like this jinxed idol that uh, you you take two damage from during your upkeep but you can sacrifice a creature and give it to someone else Uh, yeah so that's another sack outlet I guess but also like I haven't seen a rustic tutor uh, yeah, he uh, played subject. the
3: rustic tutor also yeah, yeah. that's really really sweet.
1: Uh, so
3: s- yeah this list is just
1: uh, I think that's a pretty solid card actually. It's uh, three, one black and two and uh, so a, a player needs to play it needs to pay two uh, I, uh, for you not to get to do the tutoring I guess.
3: yeah, it's a demonic tutor but it can't be ca- it can be countered if an opponent plays two. Pays two. Yeah. So it's it's a really bad card. Uh, I mean, we we, <laughs> okay, okay, we, yeah, we judge it by, uh, we think, like, vintage standards or legacy standards, like, where it's actually possible to play a Rhystic Tutor on turn two and uh, the opponent does not have two mana up or something. But in premodern, like, I mean, you top deck your Rhystic Tutor turn five. Hmm. Your opponent will counter it <laughs> by just paying two. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'd say it's a real shitty card, but uh, when it works, it works. So I think it's like, yeah. you remember those times when it when it worked, and that then it's like, yeah, it's a nice, it's a demonic tutor, more or less. Okay, yeah. okay,
1: you, you, you might be right about that. Uh, I still, it's fun to see some weird cards getting play that you usually don't see and.
0: Uh, actually uh, what tutor would you play instead of the rustic tutor because y- you want to use it with the lion side diamond? Um.
3: Yeah, no, in this deck I I I'm not sure. I, it it's probably good. Like I said, I I'm I'm I do not want to comment on his innovative mm. decks that that I'm not uh, fully understanding here. So so it might be good here, but he he only plays it as a one-off. Yeah, and he uh,
1: has tangled wires, uh, so it yeah, kind of I mean enables it
0: yeah i i mean it's it, it, it kind of does i i think the, this is like the first deck i've seen that I, oh heuristic tutor uh, actually makes sense mm. uh, yeah. w- without saying that i understand this deck and why you would play this weird complicated deck um yeah uh, because it,
1: it, you could go for like grim tutor is that legal <laughs>
0: No, uh, so it, it wasn't. It wasn't legally in standard, yeah. so it's not legal in pre modern.
1: Uh, you could play cruel tutor, but then you don't get it next turn. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It, this yeah. does something.
0: Yeah, I mean, you you yeah. want the tutor that you actually get the card uh, when you sacrifice the lion's eye diamond. Mm. So
3: yeah, yeah, no, it probably works well in the, in this take. But like, yeah, it is but that, a. I don't know if it's like the jinxed ring he actually wins with uh in the end
1: it has the uh, idol and the jinx Ring. both of them uh, the jinx string uh is also like is it okay yeah. when any card is put into your graveyard okay i see okay uh, there's one damage uh, to you mm. but you can yeah. sacrifice a creature as you can with the jinx Idol to give it to your opponent oh so
0: I still don't see how he... He he must win with of Dementia. Uh, yeah, uh, probably.
3: Yeah, he sacrificed it to, to loop it. Uh, so that's one way, or he can get Inflip with, with the close of Gix, or he could... Ying String. Yeah, let's move on, he, because, he, because he, like, <laughs> this, <laughs> this yeah. deck is... Uh, I, I don't
0: see how he wins <laughs> with Jing, Jing String, because if he gives it to the opponent... Uh,
1: yeah, and then uh, you... Uh, okay so he needs to what you're talking about uh, he needs to mill him yeah, that's what you're saying
0: yeah maybe you don't need
1: to combo off like uh, in one turn you can like win over a couple of turns with tangle wires I guess um, 10 turns with jinxed idol <laughs> um. yeah. <laughs> yeah
3: no, but it, uh, no it's with an the ultra dementia,
1: dementia yes. yeah and you yeah. have uh, you have a recurring uh, suppressant I guess uh, yeah
3: yeah for sure that's the the, whole, b- the bailiff, the bailiff is the key card here
1: or or Fugde in swedish yeah um, so you yeah somehow you're either locking down or comboing out uh, the opponent uh, it, it's i see a bunch of pieces <laughs> that, that makes sense but yeah uh, you're, you're right i don't see the clear lines of play here
0: no, no but but i mean like a lion's eye diamond um uh, uh, uh an animate spell and the bailiff. Mm. Yep.
1: Yeah. Uh, and the uh,
0: altar of dementia. Uh, t- yeah.
1: And the other deck, Oland, that you uh, mentioned. But uh, the
0: problem is, I, I don't. Yeah, it's it's the nefarious lich deck, but I yeah. don't understand how it works. I haven't looked at it. And but you liked it. <laughs> I, I like that someone played lich. Um, yeah. That's what. But there is one more deck that's really interesting. The the psychotog deck, who, yeah. who, who who took cards from his cube to fill <laughs> yeah. out his deck. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's very nice. He, I don't remember the name of the player, but we mm. can get him get the deck in the show notes. But he played like desertions and a lot of random yeah, it's, cards.
3: It's Gregor, Eng- Engelman. Gregor Engelman Gregor Engelmann. Okay. Uh,
0: I mean that's that's a in, it's such a great deck because. Um, he he didn't <laughs> he didn't have enough cards, so he had to he, he just had to take. Uh, okay, so, so it's so
1: it's basically a basically a blue black control deck with memory lapses yeah. and uh, psychotogs and counter spells and mana leaks and yeah, I I mean, mean, and
0: then
3: it's like 15 one of cards from the cube. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. The,
0: the thing is like yeah, it's a control deck, but it has memory lapse, mm-hmm. which is not great, uh, uh-huh. and 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 then he has like dominating lysis too. <laughs> For wha- yeah. some reason, he has two of exactly that car, <laughs> and I love it. And it's stroke of genius.
1: Um, uh, and they have one like helm of uh, is it obedience ob- or, yeah, no?
0: obedience, yeah,
3: and berserker strip,
0: yeah, of course, bos- <laughs> but decree of pain, like yeah. for uh, cycling, <laughs> yeah. So, I I mean. We are laughing, but we actually love this deck yeah, because yeah. it's it, it it's so fun that it's like, yeah, I, and it's and it's so so nice with this like yeah I have five white-bordered cards, four counter spells, and an Evanirals disc, and it's
1: like yeah. But the um, fun part is actually playing it, as you mentioned, because like play you must have been able to do some weird, like, a force spike, and the opponent's like oh. God damn! You play Force Pike, <laughs> yeah. or even like a desertion, as you mentioned. <laughs> oh, I'll take I mean, that creature. <laughs> so, so, yeah. we, so all of those plays makes it also worth it. Worth it.
0: I mean, look! Uh, I mean, look at them, and even look at the. He plays blue, black, but he has a f- flooded strand and a bloodstained mire as fetches. <laughs>
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No you deltas. Feed yeah. The <laughs> yeah
0: no deltas there. Yeah. Yeah. The feed <laughs> the psychotok <laughs> and the the, the uh, cycling counter yeah. Uh, yeah. counter spell and yeah,
1: it's like. Well, I think this is how you uh, actually... People complaining about... Yeah, like,
3: this is this is pure yeah. love. This is pure love. Yeah,
1: exactly. People people keep complaining about, like, yeah, I need to play with all... The, I need to play proxies, or I need to play Gold Border, and I need to play this, and everybody should be able to play. Then there are these people that just, like, I have all these cards. Can I play with them? Is that yeah. okay? Okay, yeah. You go ahead. This is how, like, real old-school Magic was played.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean... Sure. I mean, I wonder if uh, I'm thinking now. Is is pre-modern singleton a format? 60 card singleton. It, could that
1: be a format? Okay, a singleton uh, pre-modern. I, I think some
3: uh, groups are have tried it out, and I don't know if it, like Commander 60 cards Commander is the better take for it. But uh, yeah, I, it is. Yeah. It has a great card pool, so it should definitely be like playable.
0: I mean, when I look at this deck, it's like, yeah. I, I, what saddens me in this deck is that he has some random two-offs. I would love for more more one-offs in this deck. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, I un- I understand the four counter
1: spells. Um, yeah for sure and the force park and the memory lapse and the model mono, two monoliths no,
0: the memory laps i don't understand <laughs> but yeah that's a miscalculation
1: like, when, one of it's exactly m- as you mentioned like oh i'll take all of my blue counter spells out of my cube <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and put it in yeah
0: i mean it's it's a great um, it's it's a great deck and i i much rather play a deck like this than play a, a, a subpar tier two tier two two tier 2 three, tier 3 deck mm. uh, and just try to do something fun with with this uh, yeah and
1: yeah. it has like one back to basics as as I mentioned you can usually you might be able to win some games just with those really good cards in one way of seeing it I guess <laughs> uh but you need to have them at the right time in yep. the right matchup uh and like in the yeah, hand, I, doing exactly what it should do.
0: I mean, the only sad thing is that they should have uh, four fetch lands that are blue-black because that's um, yeah. yeah. The, the, the mana base really suffers here, and yeah. it's like they, those two fetch lands that are of color kind of uh, are not helping. But doing yeah, what but they um, should. But yeah, I I'm hoping that we we can get more decks like this. Um, yeah. Uh, because like I'm, I'm pretty tired of seeing and playing like the rock and, and those decks, mm-hmm. uh, so or, or like or like everyone playing Dead guy. Ale and and back in two thousand eighteen, when everyone in Sweden played psychotog and tricks. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> but talking about tricks, I wanted to mention that deck that we uh, had in the tournament also. The yeah, cool the reemerging of. Uh, Donating stuff, but this deck actually played uh, like the Phyrexian Dreadnought combo and the Lighted Tutor. I think at least the the Lighted Tutor makes sense for the Illusions of Grandeur. Uh, I don't know how uh, it's Pierre de Pascal played it. Did he play it on stream also? I think he.
3: I don't think he ever, I think we wanted him on stream better than, uh, yeah, other decks came up instead, so yeah. I don't
1: know how he ended up, Uh, we don't know how uh, the other decks ended up either, right? But uh, uh, I kind of like the invention part of it. (laughs) <laughs> mixing two decks together. And yeah, but this, this is like
3: wh- what has come to Primordern, I'd say, in the last like six months. Uh, people are trying to combine combos and one very easily splashable combo is Dreadnought Stifle uh, yeah. or stifle Not. Uh Like, yeah. And I think like that's perhaps the best combo in any given combo deck uh, if you combine two because it's so mm. easy to assemble. So uh, probably like you win... I don't know, four, four out of five uh, times with, with just play uh, playing Stifle Dreadnought. But um, yeah, it's cool to have a backup plan, for sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, so there was some uh, or a lot of, like, small tweaks to different decks, and people did a lot of cool stuff. And we had a, like, wholesome tournament, <laughs> like, with uh, all kinds of... Uh, Different decks being played in the different categories, I guess. Uh, so yeah, I'm yeah. kind of glad how it all turned out.
3: Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm. I was very, very happy about yeah, yeah the whole turnout, the whole like stream thing, uh, an active chat, and like uh, yeah, the Tolori app worked uh, very fine. Some minor bugs, just but like nothing too serious so yeah it was a great event and uh, like this was i hope that the easter championship going forward will like have this kind of real championship feeling to it
1: Mm. yeah like a real tournament and as you mentioned uh i like it i like tournaments that are during one day you could have like they do in i don't know star city games and wizards do the uh Like, if if there are a lot of players and you want as many people from all over the world being able to play the whole tournament, you could have like the top eight in another day. But that's too much scheduling for uh, a lot it, of people. It doesn't,
0: it doesn't work. Uh, yeah, I no. mean it. It the Easter Championship is is a problem due to due to GolfCon and, uh, and how yeah. it works. Mm. We 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 can't schedule it. It's like as long as NoobCon takes up the friday it's 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 a, t- it's a tough c- schedule yeah
2: um,
1: maybe residency. maybe having the finals later or something i'm just spitballing here having a do do the whole top 8 have to be or usually can they have like a best of 5 finals and yeah it this yeah. works up well i know i'm just uh, thinking out loud the best way of doing it is uh, having For the, I like leagues and all, but for it to be, as you mentioned, Anton, having it like a uh, proper uh, tournament, you want it to be like in a day usually.
3: Yeah, yeah. And I think it's important that we like extract data from one-day tournaments also. I mean, the the meta is for sure skewed due to uh, like only not only but mostly monthly data as the larger tournaments because like playing one deck for three weeks and playing one deck for 10 hours uh it will affect the pilot it will affect your card choices do you want to go to i mean now you play for time and uh, otherwise you play for like you can play actually three hour games if you have a real grind fest and uh yeah yeah you're right it's definitely changes some, some things when we look at the data uh, so I think uh, I mean I love the monthly tournament structure I think that's like very very good but it, it's important that we also keep doing uh, one day tournaments with regular Swiss I think
1: before we leave our listeners with that uh, Oland you wanted to have a long talk about your new format also
0: I I actually have two things. I I also want to say to people that play in these tournaments, um, take good deck pictures. Yeah, Okay. yeah. Some some deck pictures are like, like, yeah, this is from a weird angle and you don't see all cards. You don't know what's the sideboard and what's the main deck. Like, don't have direct light straight on. Uh, Just use natural light. Put out all 60 cards and, and clearly put the, the sideboard to the side. Yeah. Uh, maybe stand from above and try to get everything in one one nice picture. Uh, the Teloria, uh wants the pictures in 16.9, so don't try to
1: take your 4 3 photos. Yeah, you need to keep your mobile phone hor- horiz- horizontal. Yeah yeah and yeah. you so have that in settings but also like especially for pre-modern probably you could just you might go with the deck lists and you can do it like your. but there's a I, I, there's a nice feel to seeing the decks laid out like this
0: i think it's fun to to you need to shame people who play uh white borders <laughs> no i i n- white borders are okay as long as they are in the period mm-hmm the the problem is that p- some people play weird reprints, like when when you have like this 9th edition um, shocklands or uh, not shocklands no, painlands. Pain yeah. Yeah. Then you should uh, really be
1: ashamed playing shocklands.
0: Uh, yeah, well, and it's like some some people are are playing some weird weird cards. I mean, cons of tarkir fetch lands for sure. You should be ashamed for that. <laughs> uh, I mean, that that uh, it's like like
1: it, do you there have a called? list here
0: uh, I mean Eternal Masters wall of Blossoms or or some FNM cards uh, modern like Limdul's vault from commander I think magical... basically I, Ma- it,
1: the, the worst the best thing you can do <laughs> not the worst I, I'm not hanging on to negativity here the, the yeah, best not, thing you can I'm do is having the same art I'd say uh, not having many different art uh, and Usually, like a set of <laughs> one set of cards with the same art, same set at least, that could be good.
0: I, I think the the weirdest thing I found in this tournament, and and this is not that something that I really dislike. The, there's a guy who plays uh, Mono Blue Tron. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And he and he plays all the cards except lands uh, in the, like the bright, f- nice expansion. Then he has these modern um Tron lands from from like I don't know what set it's from it's like commander legends or something uh, it's a new set double masters whatever yeah and then the unstable um uh, islands and and this this I kind of approve of because there's like some 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 consistency
1: yeah to you're right thing. I I like that also I I I've actually looking at the Andrew uh, Lozano uh, plays it, yeah. Exactly. So their board, he plays basically all his lands are borderless, uh you can say, uh but he uses the newer uh, borderless cards uh, and okay. from different sets, as you said. Yeah, it's and he's being uh, consistent. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now I have something. I th- this is a guy who plays we we're not saying the names here so yeah okay uh, i Re- just said Rebo- someone's name <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that was in a good sense okay this is a guy who who plays revised lightning bolts four ball lightnings uh, gold-bordered cursed scrolls uh, and then he has a mix of new border and old border jackal pups uh, mix of old border and new border wooded foothills and constant bloodstained myers um, okay,
1: I, I actually need to look at the deck to be able to. Just hearing it, I don't know if I agree or not.
0: Yeah, but yeah, but I, th- I think
3: we 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 still need to focus. Like, it's a good thing that people comes to premodern, and uh, they might not own the card pool in yeah. old frames. So, like, perhaps if they actually enjoy the format, they will probably yeah. like upgrade to the old frame. But yeah. Of course, for someone who, who enjoys old frame, it's a, uh, a nail in the eye, but uh, I, I don't think we should dwell on the negativity by it. Like it's, it's more important that we get uh, new players there.
1: I, I just I, like I think how it's this mo- is going into what uh, Ola wanted to talk about after. We, after yeah, yeah. We're,
0: we're we're soon getting there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just wa- <laughs> I just want to I just want to mention one more thing uh, about uh, aesthetics. Yeah. Um, and th- this is a fun one. Uh, this is the elves deck where yeah. he has gold bordered Findhorn elves and glass cradles. Yeah. Uh, where. He has two foil and two two gold border guys. No, cradles. he has I one mean, foil cradle, one regular no, cradle, no, and yeah, two oh, gold border. Guys. Oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I mean, the, the, this is obviously, and he actually stands by that the, this look good. Uh, or, or I don't think maybe he thinks they are pimp. I don't no, know. No, no, the,
3: the cradle was like a. Uh, no, the uh,
0: Finhornals. Yeah, the yeah. Yeah. Or Nals, the fin- or Nals, yeah. yeah uh so so yeah maybe it's
1: just a nod to that he likes them or what do you, what do yeah. you mean okay yeah. Yeah.
3: it's pimp because he has yeah. uh, okay. all other cards in the deck uh, fully foiled mm-hmm.
0: because like the the, the other only on, only other pimp in ice age is portuguese um ice age which is the rarest ver- uh, version which is not very pimpy um, it's
3: cmi pimp right
0: yeah, it's, it's CM, semi-pimp, which <laughs> semi-pimp. is actually the next topic. Uh, <laughs> I have started this new format. You you guys uh, probably know about the formats like Revised 40, Alpha 40, Alpha 40+, plus, uh, um, AB 60, Alpha 60, DAB 60. Have you heard of all these formats?
1: <laughs> I mean, there's so
3: many formats. Yes. Uh, and uh, let's add an, uh, let's add another one, right? How yeah. how
1: about the rule sets in the different formats? Do they differ?
0: Yeah, they play. Some play mana burn. Okay, some okay. play yeah, good, alpha good. rules. Some play modern rules. Uh, you have no
1: idea. So I can yeah, find the exact format for me out there.
0: Yeah, and they have different band lists. They have different point systems. Y- you you have no idea. Some formats has like four different restricted lists, and it's like yeah, it's all over the place. But I have uh, announced a new format <laughs> called semi pimp 60, <laughs> <laughs> where we celebrate. We celebrate um, the, the, our love for non English cards in their original printings only. Not yeah, nice. nice. so. So what's what is allowed in, in, in semi pimp 60? It's the foreign blackboard revised cards. So French, German in, and Italian. You can't uh, play fourth edition Japanese, that's reprints. Yeah. Not, sure. not good in Semi Pimp 60. <laughs> uh, then we have Legende, the Italian legends, also a first printing of foreign. El uh, Oscurita, uh, Italian the dark. Um, then we have Renaissance, French and German Renaissance. And lastly, uh, Rinascimento, Italian Renaissance. So these are the original old school printings um, mm-hmm. of uh, of the cards. So so yeah, and we we have um, uh, one thing with my format is that uh, we actually use the same restricted list as the Swedish old school list, um, and we use modern rules. Um, so 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 it's pretty easy to get into this format.
1: Uh, yeah. And you it. need you need like everything foreign blackboarded. It's blackboard. Yeah, yeah. So you need to get your
0: foreign blackboarded jewel lands quickly now yeah, yeah. Um, before they spike. And, um, yeah. And I mean, like the uh, the foreign blackboarded JMD Tomes are going to spike now yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah.
1: Uh, how how do you feel about playing uh, Blickslag and uh, Relampago in the same deck then? <laughs>
0: Well, well, <laughs> they are original printings, both of them. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with yeah, yeah. that. Uh, it,
1: it looks, it looks The aesthetics and everything feels nice. Then, I um, mean,
0: Isel and Insola. Uh, no, Isola and Insel is the names uh, of the islands. That that works as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the um, uh, de- uh, land and desol- Desolation um, in French. I can't pronounce French. Desolation. So yeah, I, yeah, because I kind of, I kind of least like the French because that's the hardest to pronounce. Uh, but
1: all, uh, <coughs> all of these sets came before the fourth edition. Uh,
0: yeah, I think because so. fourth I'm
1: edition I'm was in Japanese and stuff like right that, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, ja- yeah ja- Japanese. It, that's not semi pimp, is it?
0: Yeah, it's semi-pimp, but that's for the new the other format, yeah. semi-pimp 60 plus. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> in semi-pimp of 60 course. plus, you're allowed <laughs> to play foreign white-bordered and uh, forefashion, mm-hmm. um, uh, and I mean also. So I can play Japanese- my
1: white-bordered tigers in that format.
0: Yeah, and uh, Japanese chronicles
1: as well. Uh, but then th- they need to be foreign. I can't play English whiteboard. No,
0: no, 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 I- not English, because no. this is semi-pin. Okay, okay. This is not semi plim- not ordin- or
1: 60 plus.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so yeah, there's. Two, but I, uh, I, am announcing that the next week because mm. you can only announce one format per week.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the rule. I, I, uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to what the rule sets are for that format and what uh like iterations of cards you might be able to use and not
3: are you like launching a a home uh, a web page for this so we can all figure it out or will we have to scroll on like facebook
0: (laughs) yeah well it's it's uh, it's available on my blog the the rules i mean they're quite easy because it's like it's ordinary magic rules and then you can just um just see w- which sets are allowed i think um, you should
1: just publish them in some facebook group in one facebook group so
0: yeah I, i'm thinking about the uh, semi-pimp 60 worldwide um mm-hmm. uh, as a group name
1: um, yeah oh so you're making a whole new group i think what anton was about is that usually it might be hard to come about the names of the different uh yeah,
3: there are uh, some find them
1: okay but you can yeah, actually find it on your blog and maybe even a facebook page
0: yeah well it's uh, i've only posted it in the 9394 facebook group yet mm. but yeah but my my blog is uh, where you can find the rules right now and it's um, i mean it's under development a bit it's like uh we haven't uh, arranged our first tournaments yet but yeah it's it's coming uh, probably
1: yeah mm. yeah uh, okay. Well, that settles it. I need to go and get some uh, foreign blackboarded jewels then. Uh, yeah. to like 40 at least. Maybe some more to have in different kinds of decks. Uh, so it will be interesting to see in the following time what we get together around that. Do you have any foreign blackboarded uh, stuff, uh, Anton?
3: Uh, no, sadly not. I, uh, I, I'm not like following all these trends with all the breakout formats. Uh, cause no, I, I like my unlimited or I have some revised, but yeah, Yeah. no, I'm, I'm not, I'm putting all my money into pre-modern I feel like.
1: Yeah, yeah, I actually pimped up some pre-modern stuff. I have lightning bolts and. uh, hypnotic specters and i think mishra's but i yeah. i go japanese i think those are the nicest lands also the fourth edition blackboard border japanese i think yeah they're nice
0: basics yeah, maybe you're waiting for
1: something 60 exactly plus. exactly that was what i was uh, hoping for uh So, guys, thank you, Anton, for joining us once again. We'll probably have you around when we need to talk about uh, 20 different kinds of stuff. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs)
3: Uh, I mean, this episode will, uh, you're in for a treat in editing editing this one. I actually Uh, think
1: uh, I won't be doing that much editing because (laughs) I don't know where to start or where to end. This
3: this will be just chaos. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm
1: fine with that. Yeah, because uh, it's not my fault, it's... uh Kess's fo- uh, fault. It's your fault. It's my fault, yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, is. Uh, Olan, any parting words? Play Shoreline for Satan.
2: Yeah,
3: you need to put it on.
2: stand